All right. So as the sun is setting on April 14th, 2021 at 7.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am back to continue this Honeykins saga. Now, I keep saying that she's my reflection. These episodes from the last one to the next one are chronicling my life up to today. I hope she's had similar experiences as the ones that I played out. There's some stuff that I probably hadn't omitted, but that's all right. Let's see what happens, because I'm starting to believe that there's more females coming into my life that fit that Honeykins mold. And if the actual Honeykins truly is on the way as I believe she is, and she reflects me, then she must have gone through some style of stuff as I did. So let's hit last year. All right, so 2020, the year of the coronavirus. Well, I just got through spending 2019 Thanksgiving and Christmas alone for the first time in 10 years. I left the neighborhood that I lived in for nearly three years on January 5th, 2020. I had lost my cat son named Shadow, who was really the animal of the house with uh, Arlene for many years. I had no real reason to live under the same roof as her anymore. Plus she was moving out of that place in her own right. So all we had one place to go. I said it timed again on this show that I rather live with my mother, my father, my sister, and my brother than living under an underpass. Take away our differences. I rather be here than on the street. And I would go on to live with them over a year, unknowns to me. I thought at that point in time, I'd probably get out by summertime at max before Thanksgiving. On different levels. 
I failed. I got out of where I was living for three years almost successfully. We'll divulge on what happened if you haven't listened to this show before. All right, so the early part of 2020 before the coronavirus hit. So I wound up contracting diabetes, I would believe sometime before 2019, but they confirmed that I had it. Well, February, 2020, it was confirmed that after nearly half a year, almost half a year, or a quarter of a year really at that point, I somehow some way lost more than what I wanted to lose weight wise. And I reversed my diabetes. Thank God. Thank God. And presently, now I can say that I've been diabetes free over a year plus. I would wind up going to my first ever solo concert. I saw uh, Peebo Bryson and Regina Bell, the singers of A Whole New World in the Aladdin soundtrack at the St. George Theater, I believe on uh, the night of or after uh, Thanksgiving. I mean, not Thanksgiving, uh, Valentine's Day. (laughs) Valentine's Day, kids. Thanksgiving is in November. So me. Well, the whole entire world of the universal laws began to open me up as teachers such as uh, Michelle Joy, Catherine Hurst, Sonia Riccati, and Mary Morrissey would become my teachers. I would learn about the universal laws, including that of the law of attraction. from January all the way through December, really. As I would see not just those four women, but other people who are my friends to this day and time, uh, teach me about different things in life that I needed to learn, but I didn't know it already. So we fast forward to the month of March. It wound up being the month 
that the coronavirus put the whole world into lockdown. I remember on my end not watching the news. I stopped watching the news 10 years prior because the media wouldn't shut up about 9-11 practically almost every single day for almost a decade. Legit. Still boggles my mind to this day. <laughs> All right, back to the coronavirus epidemic. I was working for the place that would be my workplace home for five plus years. I wound up like many having to wear a mask majority of my day. It's kind of odd a year later plus to know that I'm still having to wear a mask majority of my day. Even if it was just to go buy a can of green tea from a local store. I never got used to it. I don't think I ever So I wound up seeing light in the dark. That wasn't just BLM. I went full time. I never thought in my wildest dreams that I would sniff a full-time position in the company that practically gave me most of my healthcare experience. I always thought that I'd probably just stay switching between divisions as I always had did for minimum wage and feeling as if I was gonna go nowhere for the rest of my life until I somehow some way landed a different job of my own free will and power. I was happily wrong. I would be full time for almost no over five months. Five months in 10 days. I had a slight increase in pay for that duration. Which was well deserved at that point. I 
try to be optimistic. Whereas other people, including family members, were more so optimistic, I mean, pessimistic about certain things. But I tried to not curse everybody who felt that way. I tried to respect it the best I could. But I had enough of my own parents being uh, news controlled. So I said to my parents on April 10th, you are so worried about me catching the coronavirus from me just even walking outside without a mask. We walk by faith and not by sight is the phrase of one Dr. Frederick Casey Price, who my mother watched time and again since I was small. I said that phrase to them. Then these words, pray for me. Pray that I don't get the coronavirus. From that point forward, I didn't watch the news even more because I saw what it did to the people who birthed me in this life at least, what it's done to them and others. So that same month, people started to really ask me about my weight loss, which resulted in me also writing what would become Black Lion's Roar. I would put that story off for months until July 2020. I felt a nudge knocking me on my head like Kind of like knock, knock on wood or door. As to say, finish this saga. Get your story out there. I didn't know how. I didn't know where to go. So I found this book called uh, How to Write a Syllable Book in 90 Days. I believe that's what it was called, by uh, Mr. Uh, Nicholas Boothman. I was inspired in slight burst. So I basically chronicled my rise from when I was a child all the way through to the present day at that time. Then I would put that story to the back burner again until 
the 26th of July. That day was memorable for me on two fronts. I will forever remember that day as the point where I suffered my first blackout from malnutrition. I don't know what happened to me. I know that day I had stuff to eat and I had stuff to drink. But for some odd reason, when I was waiting for a bus, I blocked out. I fortunately had the wherewithal within me to get through the day and sleep where I could get some sleep and eat where I could eat. Before the end of that day was through, I messaged a friend of one Linda Carducci, who my listeners may know as Zachary Shadow's spiritual mommy. Uh, she recommended that I talk to this uh, under 40 years old uh, CEO who wrote this uh, best-selling book series called She is Magic, named Blair, who I affectionately have called over the last near year, Blairkins, <laughs> uh, who, as of this recording now, uh, seems to be better. So, Blairkins, uh, please continue your uh, recovery, and I hope you and River are getting even stronger. Um, all right, so. I would go on to befriend Blair, get to know her, and we would have a relationship that was uh, what Zachary Shiloh called kind of like a, a little boy having his uh, sandbox crush talk to him. But it's been kind of like um, more of a big sister, little brother deal. Uh, Blair was always there. And for the rest of the year, especially from the 25th of 2020, which was two years to the date that I was on the Let's Voltron podcast, saw me become the first author in They Are Magic, the unnamed They Are Magic. And the work that I would put in with Blair spoke volumes. Right before uh, Blair joined me for what was already known as Black Lions Domain. I wound up losing my job of five plus years <laughs> because of the coronavirus. 
Not because I was a bad person or anything like that. The coronavirus took a toll on businesses and nursing homes are no different. But fortunately for me, who was studying and applying the uh, universal laws to his life, I got two jobs in a span of uh, two months of me actually losing my nursing home job. The most recent job is by way of Amazon. And I've been there presently now uh, six months and three days. So we'll get to 2021 when we get to that point, which will be less than nine minutes. All right, so I wound up improving my health more ways than one. As I said, I lost my weight. I stopped eating junk. For the most part, I began to intermittent fast. I would put in more time into weight training. I somehow, some way, made peace with what sleep I wound up getting. If I woke up at 2 a.m. in the morning, God bless me. If I woke up at 4, that's all right. As long as I had some form of rest in me, I was blessed, not stressed. All right, so... Let's see. I would discover more about myself as a person. I returned to social media in spring. I discovered that I like this thing called a ASMR. My sex drive was a, <clears throat> and kind of still is because of my environment. Uh. Black Lion's Domain was born by way of me being gone from social media. I wanted people that I cared about on this show. I did everything I could on my own. I had no team from day one, completely. I just took snippets of advice from other people, but in the end, from start to finish, BLA for over a year was me on my own for the better part of a year. And Black Lion's Domain before 2020 was all said and done was on the road to being a year old. I got over six months, fortunately for me. I wound up talking to people I never imagined in my wildest dreams. CEOs, uh, retirees, parents, grandparents, uh, authors. The list goes on and on. 
to this day, it still makes me say, wow, I actually did that. This was a great compensation for not having any dates. I was very lonely at times. I would go on to be alone over a year. I would have my second Thanksgiving and Christmas alone with no spouse. As I said, I remained in my family's home for the rest of the year. Does that make me completely happy? I'm going to be honest, kid. Yes, it did to some degrees, but I'm not completely happy because it's not mine. This place, I've said it time before, is my parents' blood, sweat, and tears. And it's been that way before we even moved out to Staten Island. I don't know how far uh, my parents uh, saved for this house or invested. All I remember was them giving their lives to get out of my grandmother's house, for them to have a life of their own with myself, my brother, and my sister, all united in one front. And my desire to get out only burns brighter as time flies by. I would say that 2020 was a blessing for me because I unlocked my inner child, my little Zachary Shiloh. Without him, I wouldn't have survived a good lot of what I've been through. There's been times where I've cried myself to sleep because I couldn't contact some people, but he was there. Matter of fact, the day that I went full time, he was there. And to my little me, I love him unconditionally. The rest of the year saw me improve my health, become a leader, form a business, accept myself, make peace with others, synchronicities that I never thought what happened occurred. I applied energy medicine that I learned by way of uh, Donna Eden. 2020 wasn't a complete nightmare as it was for others because I was willing, as I said in an episode called uh, Road to Their Magic, 
to get in what I call my version of Dominic Toretto's uh, Dodge Charger with my fears in tow. And that would lead me to this year, exactly. And in the next episode, that's where we will end off. With that said, I love you.